Hello, I'm Nurse Thea. And I'm Nurse Catherine. This is the show where we assess, diagnose, and attempt to cure the many ailments of the fashion industry. It is an epidemic. And this is Fashion, fashion Hospital. Hi, Fashion Hospital. I have an emergency. Help me. I don't know how to wear ballet pumps. The designer this. <laughs> not the, not the designer this. Welcome back to the hospital. You can hear us move you're not in the morgue. <laughs> Congratulations. We're very excited for you to join us for episode two. This is not a one hit wonder. As you know, because you all listened to episode one maybe seven times and listened to it once with your mum, once with your dog. This is the show where we talk about the latest in fashion news. We will take your calls, solve your fashion emergencies and shorten your legs. Shorten your legs. your legs. Are we euthanizing anyone this week, Thea? We will be, yeah. Loads and loads of people. <laughs> and join the queue. <laughs> so, how's it been since we last spoke? My chair's very low. I feel like some bros have been in this room. Like Joe Rogan's been in my chair. Spread and now I can't, now I can't reach my microphone. You need a man to do it. <laughs> I need a man. <laughs> We've got some Prosecco today, which we weren't going to mention, but women do love wine. Any news? What's been the big ailment? Like my sickness. Well, you could be well. I wasn't well earlier, but I think I just had a sugar crash. So thin. (laughs) (laughs) So frail. (laughs) (laughs) And I had some Dizarono and I felt absolutely fine. I'm really sad though. I think I've I've had an on and off theory for years that I might be allergic to nuts. And the other day I was drinking some Dizarono and... Are there nuts in Dizarono? I don't know if it's actual nuts, so it's just like almond vibes, but I think I'm allergic to the almond, almond vibes. vibes. <laughs> <laughs> I always have it when I'm like, feel like I'm a little bit like weak around the knees, which I had earlier. It's like, <laughs> instead of taking to my bed or like getting a life. Yeah, getting a life or like getting a job or growing up. <laughs> just have a disarono. I'm like, I need a disarono. <laughs> How are you? Ah, life is a roller coaster, you know? Why don't you talk about what you're wearing? Yeah, we could be naked for all that anyone knows. Ooh. Naked as babies. <laughs> you could look, we could be wearing anything. What do you want me to be wearing? Headphones. <laughs> I am wearing a lovely little bullet bra circle skirty dress that looks like some 50s undergarments. It's from my own brand. And some knee-high boots, which we may talk we'll on later. We'll get on that. Yeah. How about you? I'm wearing a pair of headphones. <laughs> a hairband little necklace any fillings any filler fillings fillings in my teeth or filler we're going head to toe <laughs> no fillings I did have some filler but it's long gone unfortunately because I looked so good <laughs> and a lovely sparkly cardigan from Sibling shout out shout out Sibling a little green top a fluffy leopard print skirt so this is a a signature is it fluffy animal print skirts was I wearing that last week? Yeah, I was wearing that last not week. this one, a different one. Yeah, this is a different one. This is brown. And my Air Maxes, because <laughs> they've got a... Um, a lift. <laughs> yeah, because they've got the lifts and the trainers. So when I take them off, I'm like tiny again. But mm. absolutely colossal with them. <laughs> <laughs> so <Real> lanky. <laughs> Always getting street cast. For those that are unaware, this is the FHDT, the Fashion Hospital Diagnostic Test, where we investigate and diagnose your fashion neuroses. We had the pleasure last week of psychoanalyzing the lovely nurse Thea and her fashion psychosis neurosis. She's a narcissist, basically. I'm a fashion narcissist. She's a fashion narcissist. 
But now it's my turn, so we get to find out what the fuck's wrong with me. I feel like I dress totally on impulse. Sadly, I'm, t- I'm terrible at a sample sale. Like, I would love to be able to source all these great, oh, I got a bargain on this, blah, blah, blah. I'm so calculated and like, I will only have these colours in my wardrobe, these shapes in my wardrobe. So like, day to day, I'm incredibly impulsive. This is why, like, I was about to say I hate going on holiday. Obviously, I love going on holiday. <laughs> but like, I can't plan an outfit. Just like, to shove everything in and I wear like, same thing. You want to get to the point in life where you can like, have... I don't have a capsule wardrobe eight Louis Vuitton luggages worth of yeah, options Yeah, I just have holiday. loads of like tiny, tiny skirts and tiny, tiny tops. Well, that's like, the thing, I think, trousers. To say you dress Maybe impulsive... Capsule wardrobe. You can be impulsive day to day if you have a great capsule wardrobe. This is the thing. Mm. Now, that doesn't mean it's do everyone's capsule wardrobe because not everyone wants to wear the fluffy cardigans or the... Like, my idea of a capsule wardrobe is a see-through, like, vintage nighty, A blouse. A, a blouse, a bullet bra, and a pair of PVC hot pants. I do feel if I was like Bart Simpson, like, you know he has the same wardrobe. What would be your... Yeah, my Bart Simpson outfit would just be pattern trousers, trainers. Ganny trousers. Ganny trousers. (laughs) (laughs) I just winked at the microphone. (laughs) But I just feel like a pattern trousers. It's ingrained in me from the womb. So my mum just wears like pattern trousers, a weird top. That's the cartoon theory. Yeah, it's like your ghost outfit. Even though I know better, I can't stop making rash outfit decisions. The thing is, I think the better, the bigger person choice is to make rash outfit decisions. Person. I love throwing a cat amongst the pigeons outfit wise or in general. So I'll love to wear a gorgeous silky number or a beautiful pair of earrings or a very timeless coat. And then underneath it be wearing like, absolutely nothing or something really obnoxious. I love to combine something like undeniably gorgeous with something quite offensive. I mean, not that offensive. I'm not going to wear like, I don't know, like a wedding dress with like a... Like a Trump her armband or something. <laughs> I had to make America great again. <laughs> I got I got distracted by what you were talking about because I got all misty eyed when you said cat amongst the pigeons and I was like, what a lovely phrase. <laughs> it is quite nice. <laughs> Gorgeous. Although then again you say that and it's ultimately about like vicious murder. Well, I remember you asked me a while ago when I was trying to be like, what should I do with my life? You were like, think about where you want to throw the cat amongst the pigeons. And I was like, that is so wise. Like, put that on a t-shirt or a cap. Right, next question. My outfits don't make sense to others. It's my fear. I want everyone to understand all the nuances, but I don't think they ever will. Yeah, you've got too many references in your outfits. Should I come with, like, a set of footnotes? Like, cue cards. <laughs> Should I hand them out to everyone in the what, street? What are they called when you do A-level? Um, when you do A-level. Clip notes. <laughs> you need to come with some fashion clip notes. And bibliography. <laughs> Okay, next question. I get stuck in one way of dressing even when it's clear it doesn't work. It works. It fucking works. Very false. It really works. Anyway, next question. I rarely get enthusiastic about anything. (sighs) I mean, we kind of touched on this last week. I kind of bombarded your answer to this question. So I suppose shows I am quite enthusiastic. But I just wish everyone would get their shit together. Mm. They all need to hear our advice. We need to get some of these designers. I'm not sure that's enthusiasm. I feel that I could rule the world. I mean so clearly I'm also a narcissist. <laughs> but we possibly need to get Anna Winter calling the helpline. We need to get Mutual Prada calling the helpline. Like everyone needs to get their shit together. I spent a lot of time in the lab working really, really hard working it out. Crunching the numbers. That you are fine and everyone else is completely unhinged. Oh. Perfect, perfect lady. <laughs> <laughs> and the perfect nurse. I'm like, you're fine. You actually look amazing. <laughs> if only this was a visual medium. <laughs> but then you'd all say I don't have a chin. So as you can tell by that lovely little jingle, we're moving on to a new segment. And this is the news. We're back. They don't know you've been for a fag. 
Mm, I wish we could have spoken in this room, then we could just carry on seamlessly forever. But then I'd choke and die. <laughs> All right. Kate Moss. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> Carrie Bradshaw. Oh, yeah. Remember when they used to smoke indoors? Mm, it was so cool. It was so nice. Who else? Patty and Thelma? Are they your, are your heroes? They're the heroes. <laughs> <laughs> All the indoor smokers. I see. I'm one of the rare passive smokers that isn't yeah, you're the, against smoking. I don't know why. I think yeah, you're one of the weird like, people who like, most people are like, I love smoking or I fucking hate smoking. And I'm just like, I love like, smokers. And you're like, I love smokers. <laughs> but I'll, like cigarette break, like oh, finally. But <laughs> <laughs> like, not for me. <laughs> Let me just watch. I love how we say it's the news and then talk about ourselves for five minutes afterwards. So the news. So I know I sound absolutely geriatric but have you seen all the kids on tiktok in their football tops and apparently bloke core is the big old trend of the moment everyone's in their football tops and their socks and their i don't think they're going for like the shin pads but maybe that's next yeah i think i actually quite like bloke core you're in on this week's trend yeah i'm very into it if i could have invented a core i would have invented bloke core because i'm a misogynist what does that mean i just quite like that the football vibe you fancy the boys Mm. Yeah, I fancy boys. <laughs> yeah, I fucking love football. I've got a football top, which I wear all the time. I am one of those people who say that they were going to go pro, but they hurt their ankle. It's like one of my favourite stories. And all your one night stands. Yeah. All, everyone I've ever slept with was going to go pro. Imagine the team you could have built. <laughs> <laughs> An empire. <laughs> but I always say, because I, I actually was desperate to play football when I was younger. So tell us about your your love of the football look, the bloke look, the wheel of football look. Well, I think the point of it is it's supposed to be more intelligent than that, isn't it? It's like we're like some working class blokes with the straight cut jeans and like little t-shirts. So like we're rich supermodels dressing like the British working class lads. Football shirts are just, they will always look good, I think. What's your ultimate look centred around a football top? Go on, describe the outfit. I feel like the mini skirt and the kitten heels. Kitten heels are glorious. They just wear down so quick. They're so impractical. Yeah, and I stamp my feet as well. So like every time I wear the kitten heels, I smash my feet into the floor like, and I'm like... I'm you get done. halfway down the road and you're straight to the cobblers. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> you know, it's actually interesting because when you look at all every article online, they're all like American. About what? About British bloke call. So maybe that's I mean, really to be there. fair, for a very long time, British she culture is. has been obsessed with Americana. Yeah. I'm not- so maybe it's just the shoes on the other foot now. So funny story around the everyone's love of football memorabilia. My lovely boyfriend, I bought him a very nice football scarf for his birthday a few years ago. I thought it was vintage. Turns out it wasn't. We've all been there. We just liked the vibe. I think it was a German football team. I can't remember... I think the football shirts look quite good. Yeah, of course they look good. But the problem is you wear them, as this happened with Michael. <laughs> of course they look good. Well, of course they look good. But he's walking down the street or like in the corner shop or having a fag outside the pub. Someone comes to him and like, way, oh my God, did you see what? Like Captain Bumble, Mr. Soccer Striker Man, like, oh, what a save, blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, Mm, yeah, well, what a save. Yeah, that's really the And in your head, yeah. you'll just think, I can't tell this man. I don't give a fuck about his team. I just like the vibe. But I think if you're a girl, people would just expect you to be. But like, this is the same as like dumb. our conversation last week so around you can the wear whole a football shirt and be like, oh, I don't know anything about it. The football shirt and the band tee are actually, it's the same. It's one and the same. It's just the slightly more mainstream version. Yeah. You know? It's quite fun to just be like, yeah, I'm dumb. 
<laughs> I'm a silly woman. I and I don't know yeah, anything I about. I have a fucking clue. <laughs> So the lovely, lovely doctors and scientists over at Days magazine have written a lovely study about how apparently there's a problem with people in period dramas appearing absolutely implausible that they could have been from the olden days. Too modern. It's quite quite interesting. Apparently they look like they've seen a smartphone. Mm. Now, let me give you a bit of background here. Apparently all the kids over on the Twitter and the TikTok are complaining that the likes of... Dakota Johnson and Timothy Chalamet and Riley Keough and this Daisy Jones and the Six all look like they have seen a smartphone. I think Timothy Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> that was quite hard to Go say. Go again. Try again. Timothy Chalamet. That's that's close enough. I think he looks like he's from like 1901. You know one specifically. <laughs> yeah. So is that like the date of birth or is that that's how old he that's is now? His prime. Is he in his prime now? Yeah, I would say so. I think it could be the overstyling. Overstyling, as in like weird cartoonish. I'm from the 70s styling, yeah. as opposed. So it's not their faces, it's just the overstyling of like over makeup, the over trying to act it being 70s. That's what they like a print shirt and flares that makes them that's in an iPhone. Cause you look at them and you're like, well, you're from modern era on a stage. It's so funny though when this is written about in like an article and I analyse like this because to be honest it's one of my favourite things when you watch an old film from say the 60s, 70s, 80s, whenever it is there's also a period film but that was made in one of those times. I find it for whatever reason a part of my brain absolutely loves being like this is so clear that this is the 60s version of the 1800s as opposed to like the 80s version because you can oh, yeah, so tell we still got like this weird 60s cut crease and like you're wearing very boxy silhouettes versus the 80s version where they all have like huge oh my God, I big love that. hair. That like versions serotonin. of that <laughs> it's for some reason it just feels like cool and special but they all have like crazy rouged cheeks and big blowouts version of Bridgerton is like Pride and Prejudice like the first one when was that like the 90s <laughs> so not the 80s I don't like, I'm it? saying this I quite hate period I hate modern period films but then like Who's old that? ones I, I quite I, like, enjoy I like TV <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch any TV. Just porn. Yeah, just porn. I don't even watch porn. I've got no attention span. <laughs> I can like... Just legally blonde on a loop. I can just about tolerate a TikTok or a reel, but even then I'm... You're like, you love reels. It takes you long. fucking love even the reels. Even real, I'm like, five seconds, five seconds, five seconds, five seconds. But I can't watch it the whole way through. Like a fucking film or porn. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, I can't. I can't. I can't commit to this. I can't commit. So, moving on, mm. I've often been told, realistically by like creepy middle-aged men in pubs, that, that my face and style reminds me of someone from their youth. She's got a New York style. From the past. Yeah. Now, in my head, I paint this as this lovely picture Tell of... Tell them who it is. Well, it's not anyone in particular. Yes, it is. Oh, well, I mean, I get told I look like Betty Davis, but I don't think that's what the people, in the, the men in the pubs She's are telling me. The men in the pubs style. weren't alive in the fucking 30s to be like, oh yeah, you look like... They were. They're so old. <laughs> now, I wanted to ask you, what era do you think your face is from? 90s. I think that I've got a very... If you believe in like reincarnation, you're very like 20s, 30s, 40s. Yeah, but you were born in 1992. No, but I should have been... I should have been... Who, are you, who were you the reincarnated version of? Jerry Halliwell. But she, <laughs> you don't even look like Jerry Halliwell! I do. And I should have been, I should have been famous in the 90s. It's actually weird that I wasn't. It's actually annoying. I don't want to get, like, het up, but... <laughs> I should have been alive. And... You were alive in the 90s. No, I should have been born in 1984 to be in the Spice Girls. Well, you'd, you'd have been 11. <laughs> I 
Okay, Rain Man. I think my face is quite 2002. It's like a pop star. What pop star from 2002? Kelly Clarkson. It's not any particular pop star. It's a vibe. If you're like, yeah, if you're the vibe of 40s starlet, I'm the vibe of like Hilary Duff. Yeah, I'm like GMTV. Yeah, I'm very like Hilary Duff, GMTV. That's what I look like. You like you're so modest. That's not modest. That's the biggest compliment I can give myself possible. I've literally chosen the hottest era. GMTV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you mad? Do you mean SMTV or Live and Kicking or something? Yes, yes. I mean that. <laughs> cut, 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 cut. Not like Fiona Phillips. <laughs> Nurse Thea. Yes, nice, Catherine. What did you think of Jeremy Scott at Moschino? <laughs> Such a loaded question. Loaded like a gun. <laughs> well, I don't know, because I do feel like I do have a little bit of a soft spot for people who are like, obviously, a lot of the actual stuff that you put into the shops was horrific and trash. I wonder how much control he personally had over that, though. It was Like the actual like, stuff that was sold for Moschino. Like, like sweatshirts with teddy bears on. Horrific. But bad. he probably didn't want that either. Awful. But I do look at the Barbie collection. And actually, a few of his collections, I'm like, I, I do quite like, like it. Like, I know it's bad taste, but it's fucking funny, that last collection he did that was, oh, there's terrible inflation in the economies of the West. Let's make a collection full of inflatable clothes. Quite funny. Very, very poor taste. But I mean, are we offended? Not really. It's just funny. It's Everyone like, that's offended just wants to be offended. But at least he was like doing something. I know it's, it's not clever or tasteful. I think it is quite clever though. I feel like he hides the clever behind being daft. But I think it's actually quite clever. Not all of it, but some of it. Also, it's like with the same as Scaffarelli. It's like if you come after somebody like Franco Moschino and then you have to be like... You're never going to be Franco Moschino. You're never going to be Franco Moschino. So do you just choose someone who's like, I'm witty? I'm just, I can't really predict who they're going to bring in next do you have any idea do you have any guesses do you think it's gonna be like a big name because like the few people have been saying oh maybe alessandro mckellar he's unemployed but i mean like he's minting and it's probably just gonna go and sit in his lovely house like there's unemployed and then there's unemployed like alessandro mckellar is not on the doll (laughs) i'm torn between who do we all love the idea of seeing versus what do we actually think is going to happen but who's your dream my dream is that we actually just stop putting random designers in charge of fashion houses. I'm actually quite bored of it. It's the same as renting and buying a house. Like, you want them to buy the brand and then they get to decide. Well, I just feel like just cut your fucking losses. Franco Moschino's died. Well, like, I feel this way about like, Vivian Westwood. I feel like they should have shut it got, down. That would have been the most respectful yeah, if thing. Yeah, you've got all this like, big pile of money. Oh, let's keep this brand alive. Give that to the next person and keep like the company name. Name the actual... I don't know how it would work. I don't really understand business. But like... You can... In the way that with the Vivian Westwood stuff, like there's the Andreas Kronthaler for Vivian Westwood collections and you think they would keep doing that as in you'd have... Yeah, you would keep like the Vivian Westwood name as brand name, like the company name. But what's the value of that? Well, you still make the money. The money would still come into you. It just wouldn't be Vivian Westwood. But everyone knows it's not Vivian Westwood. So it's it's a weird balance between you want the name and the heritage and the references. But at the same time, you don't want anyone to think that you want them to think that it's... It's it's weird. Have you seen all these viral TikToks and reels that have been doing yeah, the rounds of all these kids being like, here's how to dress like a Vivian Westwood model. And none of them look like Vivian Westwood models. It's all quite terrible. But in the comments, so many people have been like, you do realise she's dead. This is in really poor taste. RIP, how dare you insult her legacy? And it's like, yeah, you do realise that these companies live on beyond the person. That she was not the sole owner of this business. But I don't really understand the point of the companies carrying on beyond the person. Capitalism, money. 
I know, but obviously I'm th- I understand that being like the name carries on. Yeah, but the company owns the rights to the name. Or sometimes a separate company owns the rights to the name, actually, and then they'll they'll charge a fee for the use of the name, but that's a whole weird accounts thing. But I'm not entirely sure who owns Moschino. I mean, I gather that whoever owns it is raking it in with all these horrible teddy bear backpacks and blah, blah, blah. But I'm just really curious where it goes next. Early, like, 80s, Franco, Moschino. Well, you could bring loads of, like, really good, like, young, young, young designers in and be like... Like who? Name one good young designer. That's not me. (laughs) (laughs) But genuinely, everyone's shit. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's nobody. So who are they bringing in? Surely, if you're going to do like an interview process or whatever they do, but they're looking at people like, like Alexandra McKayley, but they should be looking at who's coming out and it's like fresh. Because it's like McQueen at Givenchy. Yeah, they took a real risk on him. And it did no not pay going, off. Maybe what he did was interesting, but at the same time, no one really talks about that now. Was that a good thing to have done or not? I I'm not sure. I'm not wholly convinced that we should be hiring 20-year-olds to be the creative directors of heritage brands, in all honesty. And maybe Moschino's not quite a heritage brand, but I don't think hiring a 20-year-old as the creative director of a company like that is the right thing to do. But I also don't think just moving, like, head designers no, big brands... No, fucking... They're not like, going to hire Alessandro place to place to place is, like, so fucking boring. I'd rather see a 20-year-old do it. Like, I don't want to see them, like, burn out... As long as they're not kill themselves, But, like... I also don't just want to see people to do like musical chairs round and round and round and be like, oh, I've done this to Gucci and now I'm going to do this to like Balenciaga. It's like so boring. I worked as the second in command at Balenciaga and now I'm going to work as the second in command at Gucci. It's like, fuck <laughs> off. Bring someone in and if they're going to burn out and go crazy. Let them have their moment. Let them have their moment. To me, there's a huge amount of all the good stuff of early Moschino and Franco Moschino's stuff and even the 90s Moschino when it was quite big with the cheap and chic and all that is to me feels very very reminiscent of what is going on right now at Scaparelli with Daniel Roseberry and so I think that behind the scenes there's been a disagreement between Jeremy Scott and the Moschino people if he wants to camp it up and they want to be like yeah but we we have a heritage of gold bottoms because they CEOs and like COOs they look at themselves in the mirror and you're they're like you're not creative. No, they look at themselves in the mirror and say, you're rich, but not rich enough. Do you think? Yeah. Like, do they not have any humility with their life? No, that's why they're rich. Oh, they're poor because we have humility. They're rich because they have no souls. I just find that mind-blowing. Like, you know, do you ever go and like talk to yourself in the mirror? Every now and again. When you're being like a I'll bitch. Admit. And like, you'll just go to the toilet and you're like, don't be a bitch. <laughs> like, do they not have that? I don't think so. I'm afraid. Well, they're just like, you don't know anything about fashion. All right. We're going to round it up. I want you to give one name. Who do you want to be the next head designer Moschino? And you can't say my name. Catherine Hewitson. <laughs> Who do I want to be the next designer Moschino? Unless it's me. I would love it if it was me. It's not going to be me, I'm afraid. If you're out there, Moschino CEOs, even though we're just bitching about you, call me. Now it's time for our favourite part of the show slash shift slash ward slash hospital appointment where we get to answer your lovely emergencies. They're not lovely, they're harrowing and we're so glad that we're here for you. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) caller number one, we're ready to treat you. I've actually got a couple of um, fashion issues, really. I'm six foot two. And I don't understand this three-quarter length trouser thing. I've got long 
quite well-toned legs. I look ridiculous with the trouser leg turned up and I look ridiculous with an ankle exposed. So what do I do? Wear socks, wear no socks, wear plimsoll socks, wear... I, I just don't get it. Six foot two and with toned calves. Are you mm. single? Mm. This, he thinks this is his Tinder profile, doesn't he? He's a fucking fool. <laughs> We're not going to flatter him here. <laughs> but please, no, never the trainer socks, please. Yeah, fucking trainer You're socks. You're in public? You're around oh. other humans? No, completely unacceptable. I think, I mean, I know from personal experience that this man is 60. Sexy 60? Sexy 60, but... 60 nonetheless. I'm not sure. I think turn up trouser. I think he can handle like a real man trouser, like a pinstripe. Oh, yeah. With like a braces? Mm, with braces, like the full suit. That like, he doesn't need to go roll. He doesn't need to go for like a... Trousers. He doesn't need to go for like a Y2K pedal pusher. I don't know. He could do a flare. I mean, the struggle must be real. I mean, I'm completely uninterestingly average of height, so I can't feel the pain of getting a trouser that's going to fit your ample leg length. But You're quite unrelatable because you can just go into a shop and buy some trousers. Me? Yeah. You're like a standard height for a woman. I mean, you say this, but I just... Why? Like I five don't... foot six? Five, five. I wish I was five, six. Mm. I'd put five, six on my dating profile if I had one. Because mm. we all lie on those, don't we? Mm. I put five foot three. And how tall are you? Five foot two. <laughs> five foot one. You lying bitch. <laughs> I remember a while ago I said that I was like, I'm going to put five foot four. And you were like, there's literally no reason to lie like that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Why would you lie? Because I'm five foot one. To that extent. An inch is fine. An, An inch. inch is just like on a good day with the lifts. But... With my trainers, I reckon I'm five foot three. Three inches. I reckon with my trainers, I'm five foot like two, three. But were you hoping to meet like the love of your life? Because if you are, do you want to build this relationship on dishonesty? Well, in my mind, I was like, I'm never going to go out with someone who's less than six foot two. That's always been my like. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they're not going to realise you're a liar. How are they going to know? I'm like way down there. Get a ruler. <laughs> <laughs> How are they ever going to know? Do you not plan on being in the same room as them at any point? Yeah, but if they're over six foot and I'm five foot, they'll be like, meh, small. Whereas you? I don't believe in lying. I'm five foot three. (laughs) (laughs) I hope in some way that helps with your concerns. Should we go in for caller number two? And another fashion dilemma. I've got a bald head. I want to go out and enjoy myself out in the sun. I want to wear a hat. What hat do I wear? Do I wear a flat cap? Do I wear a trilby hat? What's right? What's wrong? What's cool? What's in? What's out? No idea. We can definitely recommend you some very innovative and fantastic wig stylists. Mm, oh my God, that's so true, actually. That's a nice hat. You shouldn't be limited by your lack of hair. Boldness is nothing to be ashamed of. Boldness is a state of mind. Exactly. You could embrace... You get a really good tattoo. Yeah, I think wigs, actually. I love Trump Loy. I feel like you get a really good Trump Loy <laughs> tattoo of hair. Like a nice Trump Loy toupee would be so innovative. Yeah. So fantastic. Or you could just really buff up the head. Oh, yeah. You could see your reflection in it. But you're six foot two, so no one's going to see yeah, their no reflection in your know. head. Like, but, I mean, that's the point. Just tell everyone you got hair. No one's going to know. Get yeah, too just high up. Got hair. <laughs> yeah, get a ladder to climb up here. But if he was going to go for a hat, what would you choose? Hmm. Not a trilby. What I, would you snog Mary Kelly about out of a trilby, a flat cap and a bonnet? Do you love a bonnet? Not in a pedoey way. It frames the face, you know? A flat cap doesn't frame the face. A trilby. Oh, i tell you a story here, actually. I, you've been my lovely gal pal. I'm not sure how I feel for, about a trilby story. Just wait. Like, fuck trilbies. So, my first, like, serious boyfriend, shout out AJ. Shout out AJ. <laughs> If you're you're listening. listening. (laughs) So it was my birthday 
and lovely AJ. He's really building it up for several weeks in advance. And he was really hyping Seat up the, in the conversation. I've got you a really nice birthday present. You're going to really like it. You're going to be so excited. He did not get you a trilby. I was so excited about the present. And so it's my birthday and we have the day hanging about. It's like, oh, we're going to go back to mine later and I'm going to give you your present. You're going to love it. And I'm getting really excited. I'm like, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? He comes back in the room and it was a tub of Ben and Jerry's fish food ice cream. In a trilby? In a trilby. Not scooped out, which would have been more <laughs> cool, actually. Inside the trilby. And... I was trying to convince myself, hopefully the present is just the ice cream and not the trilby. When you're 15, a five pound top of ice cream is kind of a big deal. But no, the top man pinstripe trilby was a part of the Did you ever wear it? I was so confused and stressed that I gave him my first ever blowjob, left the trilby at his house and dumped him two weeks later. (laughs) I would just kill myself if someone would be a trilby. It was uh, trilbies. I remember my friend Dog, but she um, she got into a phase that she had like an electric blue trilby that she got like very, very into. Awful. And I was always like, I can't go out with you in this trilby. To be fair, actually, it's probably quite cool at the time. Very indie sleaze. Yeah, very indie sleaze. I think the reason I'm like, I'll kill myself, I'll kill myself, is because I just don't look good in a hat. <laughs> like, it's a very personal problem. So what would you snog Mary kill out of? Bucket hat furry bucket hat you know like those nice emma bruiny things yeah i mean actually into those or i'm quite into an emma bruin furry hat sponsor me oh i've got to think of good number three formula one driver helmet what's the first one bucket hat furry sexy cool hat and formula one driver helmet snog marry kill um i would marry the furry one i would snog the helmet and i'd kill the bucket hat i'm just not very like what's the word i'm looking for cool I hope it at least is comforting in some way. Are we ready for our next patient? My fashion dilemma is that my boobs don't bloody fit anything. So I always look pregnant in dresses. I think just get pregnant. Or just embrace the... Babies are nice. You can dress them to match you. You can make them look pregnant too. I mean, in all seriousness... The world needs to get over the fact that it's scared of boobs. So maybe you can be the front runner. You can be the thought leader in just tits out mentality. Not fully out, but who's to say how much is too much? It's better than hiding it under those horrible layers. Yeah, I feel like the more pregnant you look, the better. She's only saying that so she can look thin by comparison. She doesn't actually mean that. Well, I know this lady and she is exceptionally beautiful. Does she look pregnant when she wears tops? I've never seen her in... uh... Does she look better topless? What would you wear, big boobs? I remember when I used to have big boobs and I definitely looked better naked than in clothes. Mm, what would you wear? Like skin tight tops? Tiny, tiny tops. Yeah, the tiny, the top, the better. Yeah, because you wear something loose and it does just hang off hang off the chest and you look like a Like a t-shirt tank. makes you look like a tank. Just got to wear the skimpier the better. I know it's not always appropriate, but maybe the job is the problem, not, not the outfit. Who else needs our wisdom? Hi nurses, I'm in desperate need of some help. I have just moved to France and I'm just really struggling to fit in at the moment. Um, I can't really find my style. I feel like everyone here is so well to put together. They have like really distinctive styles and I just end up looking really, really, really boring, really teenage and I just need some desperate advice. Please help. Thank you. Mm. I know a lot about Parisian style. Explain. Go on. She's a beret. She's a ring of onions around her neck. That's quite nice. She's a striped t-shirt. She's a bike with a pan of chocolate in the front. Well, how would you describe French style? Annoying. Stripy top. Bit a smug. Breton tea. Yeah, Brett on top and a 
smug attitude, but in a way that's we're all actually jealous, you know? Is that offensive? What offensive to say? I think French people are cooler than us. Like, who am I, who am I offending? I can completely get behind the idea of thinking you moved to Paris and go, oh, this is the big baguette, this is the big dream. And then you get there and you're like, oh, fuck, everyone's thin and gorgeous effortlessly. And it's like sitting on their doorstep, like smoking with their lovely like low lights and highlights and whatever the fuck they yeah, do. Yeah, they've all got so low lights, haven't they? And I'm not sure we don't have the je ne sais quoi. She doesn't have the je ne sais quoi. Who? Do you reckon that the French girls come to England and they're like, I want to look like them? No, I think they come here Surely and think, what not. the fuck is wrong with them all? Why they don't they brush and their like, hair? Why are you all so scruffy and but weird? they don't brush their hair either. But their jeans are more expensive than ours. Yeah, we just look more minging, but I don't know What's why. The, what is the secret? What's the spot, the difference between the French girl, like the cool Parisian girl and like the Marais and Dalston fucking... I don't know, we're just trying too hard. But I'm really not trying hard at all. I haven't changed <laughs> my tides. <laughs> so like, what are we doing? And do we think French girls don't do this or they do this? They do or? do it, but they do it in a chic way. Do they carry around a lovely little Benetton so they would, thong they in their They would purse? do that, but then they'd just be like, yeah. come see, come see. Come see, come see. I think the fact that I'm wearing so many colours makes it gross. Whereas if I was wearing just black, it would be quite cool. If I was wearing like a little black dress and I was like, I didn't go home for work this morning because I was having sex, it would be chic. Like it would be chic. If I was French, that would be chic. If I was like, <laughs> mm, yeah, I like went out for a drink last night, I didn't go home. Cheek. But when you're English, it's like, grow up. Get your fucking shit together and go home after a night out. Um, so what advice can we offer this lovely lady, this lovely Brit abroad? I think actually what we've discovered from this conversation is that she can do whatever the fuck she wants. Burn it down. On like your neck, clean knickers and a beret, and the world's your oyster. The world is your oyster. Let's call of Lee's. How do you stop yourself getting a camel toe when you live in leggings because you're a personal trainer? But you also don't want a V, visible, V-P-L. <laughs> Am I right in believing you are personal training as you record this call? Because I can hear the, the cycle in motion. I'm pretty sure you're on a bike. Or am I wrong? You're wrong. No. Just waiting at the bus stop. Leggings. Let's talk about leggings. Well, you wearing leggings the other day. I thought it looked quite nice. Your acne ones. Little cut-offs. I see, I don't think they're leggings. They're made of wool. They're my lovely capri pants <laughs> that grow after I fucking wear them. And it's fucking annoying. They, they grow like two sizes in the space of wearing them. When I get up in the morning, I'm so chic and lovely and cinched. And then by the time I get to work, I'm a saggy-ass bitch. Like. So what's down leggings? I do have some good leggings, but they feel too audacious to wear because they're very 80s prostitute. They have cutouts like all the way up the side. They're very good. They have these little rhinestone buckles down the side, but my whole like hip area is out when I wear them. And for some reason, that's one of those body parts that feels really exposing. It feels like it would be less audacious to be like tits out or whole ass cheek, but somehow feels incredibly vulnerable. So I don't really wear them that much. I suppose the big cutout would detract from the camel toe. Yeah, even like my actual like crack, I don't think feel would feel that vulnerable. You'd feel fine about a bumpster mm, i'm fine about boobs like i wear like no bra teeth or t-shirt all the time inner thigh feels quite intimate an inner like, thigh cut out feels quite obscure out, like, chaps. i don't think chaps i'd feel very like Ooh. what if the chaps detracted from the vpl we need to ask the question ruby needs chaps <laughs> if she's doing spin instructing she'd look quite cool in chaps it could be a brand it could be a thing it'd be great for the image yeah it's good for personal brand but then you might start attracting all these kind of weird creeps that are only into it for the chaps, not the, the training. Yeah, but what they're going to do, they're in like a spin studio, just kick them out. Kick them out. Kick them out. <laughs> Possibly the problem isn't 
the camel toe. The problem is the world. Mm, that's so true. If instead you were asking us how to hide your big fat cock bulge, we'd just say embrace it. So maybe that's the advice. Next question. Fashion Hospital, I need your help. How do I wear knee-high boots without looking like a hooker? What the fuck is wrong with looking like a hooker? There's nothing wrong with looking like a hooker. That's the goal. Just stop hanging around with pimps, maybe? Mm. But what's wrong with pimps? They take your money. They're cool. Dress more like a pimp. If I was a pimp, I'd wear a bow tie. That's why you're not a pimp. Mm. I'm sorry, I wouldn't trust you to be my pimp. I wear but you're a very high- good salesperson. Yeah. If I, I wear knee-high boots because I want to look more prostitutey. Because you want fine. the money or because you just want the vibes? The vibes. I'm wearing knee-high boots right now and I find it quite frustrating how much I don't look like a hooker. That's because she looks like one of the da- daughters Which is of the that we couldn't that burn. burn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling quite distressed today that my dress actually overlaps with my boots by a good three inches. So maybe that's a tip for you. If you don't want to look like a hooker, go for an overlap between the boot and skirt. The longer the overlap, the more traumatic I find it because I just desperately want the world to know that you're a hooker. I'm a hooker. I want to angrily turn them down. I've got quite a big calf. And low, low hanging knees. Low hanging knees? Yeah. What the fuck is a low hanging like, knee? Those boots for me come up quite high. They just like hit the wrong place of the knee make me look for shortened limbs. Did you know that apparently there's been studies showing the most aesthetically pleasing leg is when your calf You told me this, thigh... you're a complex for like five years. <laughs> when your calf and your thigh are like 50-50 split in dimensions. Yeah, I remember you telling me this ages ago and since then I've kept looking in the mirror being like, mm, no. Which one's longer? My uh, thigh is much longer. I don't know if this guy I've got, got really muscly thighs, so it looks like it. Oh, she's so muscly. I'm an absolute beast like Hercules. We didn't open the door for the lock, I just booted it. Booted it in. <laughs> I reckon my knee's like a third of the way down my leg. <laughs> <laughs> What's yours? Uh, I think my knee is... I think it's about a 6-4 split, you know? I don't think anyone cares about this. Where do you reckon Bella Hadid's knee is? <laughs> if that doesn't answer your question... Nothing will. So I've listened the whole way through. Thank you so much. So nice of you. (laughs) If you're not already following us on Instagram at fashion.hospital, please do and drop us a DM or a voice note and let us know your fashion emergencies. Okay, Nurse Catherine, should we turn off the lights, turn off all of the machines and say goodbye to all of our patients in comas and that'll be the end of the shift. No, We should just say goodnight until next week. Good night, everybody. Sleep well. Almond vibes. <laughs> <laughs>